0: check okay jill i think we are live how's it going
1: i'm doing great chris thank you
0: how about you i'm doing very well for uh what is today tuesday evening right here so i'm doing very well my week's going out okay and uh, i get to talk to talk to you now so uh yeah i'm doing very well but um you know, I know you just have your latest book, The Prophet of Kindness. You're an international speaker. You've got a lot of big things going on. I mean, I guess we maybe we should start. What was the motivation behind the writing of your books? And I think you've even co-wrote four more, if I'm not mistaken. Or something. Um,
1: so, uh, yes, i mean four other collaborations, funny enough. There you but, go. Um, Certainly my first four babies, as I like to call them now. Um, <laughs> you know, some some people have, uh, have children. I have cats and books. Nice. so um you know inspiration really is is helping small business owners get your word out that's really important to me and being a messenger with your gifts and so i see publicity as a powerful tool to do that and and something that really works and then of course kindness my latest book the prophet of kindness i'm all about spreading kindness and how do we keep it out there and let people be kinder to each other and i know that's going to make a world of difference in our world and in your business.
0: Hmm. Do you think that in today's times, and I know we got some rocky times, that more people do want to be kind to others? And well, help?
1: Funny, funny enough, yes. Interestingly enough, it's either that or they're even meaner. One of the two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I but,
1: yes, I do find people are being kinder. That's the good news.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always had this, you know, I guess I don't want to say it's a stoic philosophy or whatever, but I always think most people initially want to be kind to each other. You know, if we, they didn't, you know, we'd have a crazy world. You wouldn't be able to drive down the road without people wrecking into you all the time. And, you know, and it just, I mean, it works the best that we can, but yeah, it seems like that most people want to help each other out. And I've seen that through podcasting, through businesses and, and I know there's outliers out there to that, but yeah, I i, I think so too.
1: Yeah. It's good news, right?
0: Yeah. It's, good news. it's very good news. So Where did the background come from all this? Was this experiences from yourself in the business world? Is this stuff you researched on or what?
1: Well, with the profit of kindness, we actually really did interview many, many business owners, small businesses, one person businesses, bigger businesses, did research. How does kindness impact? Who are they? What are they doing out there in the world? And uh, it was universal that companies that practice kindness, whether you're one person or with a small team or a bigger team, that you are happier uh, as a CEO or the owner of the business, that your customers tend to be happier, uh, the workplace culture is more fulfilled, and guess what? More profit. was <laughs> <That's> also consistent. <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah, I'm glad you touched on workplace culture right there, just because and, you know, I'm 36 years old, so my few jobs I've had growing up, small businesses, and now my full-time job, I've always learned that workplace culture means a lot to me as far as, you know, what my goals are, my challenges are, you know, what kind of vibe am I getting out of this workplace? You know, is it doing the best for me as far as my professional development and so forth? And I think a lot of that sometimes goes unnoticed, especially with newer, it, I don't want to say everybody, but it was for me coming out of college. You know, I just was wanting a job at the time. It's like, I get a job. I got to get a job. I didn't think about stuff like that. You know, it's kindness or workplace culture. What's the CEO like? So, yeah, it was just, and, I, and I'm glad you touched on that. And so is that a big part of the book, though? Um, that's
1: a big part. That's a part of the book. And then the other part is how do we do it, right? Because I'm sure. really big, big on what I call return on kindness principles or ROK rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants ROI, as you should, as a business owner, but you also got to. Do it with the rocks, (laughs) ROKs, and uh, that's return on kindness principles. And and they include such simple things, but important things such as patience. How about that one these days? I don't know about you, but don't you, I I must admit, you know, when somebody says thank you for your patience, I'm like, who said I was patient? (laughs) 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 I think most entrepreneurs are not known necessarily for their patience. However... I think it's important to thank people for their patience. And, and you'll love this, Chris. When I was writing the chapter on patience, what did I do? Well, I made a mistake and I called the utility company and I was put on hold for an hour and a half. I'm not kidding. And when she came back on, she goes, oh, thank you for your patience. And that's why I'm saying, who said I'm patient? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just wrote this out here. I had to be patient there at that time. But, I mean, you just return on kindness principles. How many How many are there? Seven. Seven. And is that the first one Patience.
1: Well, that's one of them. I don't have them in any particular order. I find that, you know, everybody needs or uh, needs to practice different things. Let me say that, Sure. Uh, you know, some people are more patient than others. Some people are more fill in the blank than others. And that, you know, finding the one you need to practice is a very good practice within itself.
0: Yeah. Oh, how do you, Is that part of the book? Just go there and try to find out which one you need to practice.
1: I I think it's a it's a great practice for for everybody is pick one. You know, I'm going to be more patient this week. That's that would be good, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I know for me, okay, I remember getting in a long line. I'm like, I'm going to practice patience right now because I'm in a really long line and, you know. So, what could I do? Right. Well, I talked to the person in front of me, talked to the person back of me, I had a grand old time. Um, but I, I think that, you know, being in the practice of some of these kindness principles is actually what will multiply it in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just knowing what you need to work on is a big part of your progression as a CEO, employee, or whatever you want to say. Just because I think of, like for me, again, for example, I don't want to call anybody out, but I used to think I was pretty much, I already knew everything, I guess, this that whole mentality. But it was still you get called out on something and then, or if a situation happens and it goes poorly, or even if it goes great, but you still reflect on it, you're like, could I have done that better? Was I really patient? Was I. X, y, and Z, and then it's just like, oh, okay, well that scenario was not, so maybe, yeah, so when you get things like that happen, like you said, patience or whatever, okay, like you said, I'm gonna work on that this week and find out more ways to do that. And I feel like a lot of people need that kind of experience just to know exactly, okay, be humbled, I guess is what I'm trying to say. be served a piece of humble pie.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it may be in different areas of your life. And I think at different times in our life, you know, it depends what phase you're at. It depends what happened that day. It just, you know, I think we got to give people a lot more grace these days. We've all been through a lot. Sure. And I think the lesson in all of this has been, you know, you got to give more grace and you got to get more grace. I mean, I think it works both ways.
0: So going back, though, just you've had 25 years in public relations, correct? Yeah. yeah. I mean, was that something you always knew you wanted to be get into as a, you know, as a child or whatever? Or was it just kind of no. fell in the lap or what?
1: <laughs> no, it's one of those I fell into it, except that uh, what I wanted to be, I thought was an attorney. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that would be a great way being a lawyer to make a difference in the world, because then I would understand the law and I could work with it. And I mean, I've always been service driven. That part is 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 true. Um, so I thought being an attorney would be a great way to do that. And I was very excited about it. Why? Because nobody in my family had ever been to college. So not only would I be the first one to graduate university, but then to go on and get an advanced degree, um, made me something that seemed worthwhile. Right. And that seemed like a great accomplishment. And then I got to law school and I'm like, and I got into a really good law school, by the way. And in fact, that was probably part of the problem in that it was highly competitive and not really my style. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly a competitive person. And, and then I found myself in this strong environment of high competition and lots of um, what would I call it? Just, you know, push, push, push and, and difficult. And it just wasn't me. So that first year of law school, I actually got sick five times with bronchitis. Oh, and I figured that was God's way of telling me to get out. <laughs> and so I did drop out. I actually dropped out, which for me felt like a big failure. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was like an A student. How did I drop out of something? What? How did I fail? And I felt like a failure.
0: Yeah.
1: And what was interesting is when I dropped out, my father says to me, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. He's like, well, what is that? And how do you spell it?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... Is it one of those things that you decided to take the road less traveled and, you know, it was one of those things, oh, you shouldn't do that because that's not the actual secret to success, so to speak. You know, it seems like when people go off the off, you know, the different path than what normal is, is when, you know, pushback gets and I don't know how much pushback you got from your father. But it seems like if you don't, that was kind of ingrained on me was that go to college, get more degrees, you'll get a good job and live out your days.
1: Well, because honestly, you know, for some people, that's the path to success. And that's great for some people. Um, I think there are a few of us out there who are just kind of wild and crazy. And, you know, I tend to think uh, more creatively. Uh, University is a tough place to be a creative thinker. It's, you know, I think it's great to be educated. I'm grateful for my education. But I, I do believe that for somebody... Uh, like me, who's a little more, you know, shall I say freedom oriented and mm-hmm. you know, like to make my own schedule and all that fun stuff. I found this entrepreneurial path. It's a tough one, but it's been the right path for me.
0: Yeah. You know, and I don't know, complete your whole entrepreneurial path, but it's one of those things that, you know, doing this podcast was one of the more things that showed me this entrepreneurial spirit and like, Ooh, you know, you can do it your way. You can work at your own hours. You can be your own boss. You don't have to have somebody telling you, Oh, Chris, you should do it this way. You should have said this way. And you know, if I mess up, it's on me. And that, it was one of those things, I wish I would have took more chances, you know, even going back towards, you know, high school and college. And when that opportunity came on or agree, like, you know, opportunity rose that I could have even took a chance on and see where it took me. Because Again, you know, it was one of those things that oh, you know, go to college, you know, get your degrees, you'll be successful. But you know, it's that's like you said, it's not the path for everybody, and it's one of those things that if you decide to take a different path than what you know somebody wants for you, then it's when you get in trouble. But more times than not, just to having that freedom and that creativity, like you were just said, is just great for your just mental health. And all together, you know,
1: most importantly, honestly, I I just don't think we can regret anything. I mean, every path I was on was somehow a circuitous way to Mm -hmm. do what I do. In fact, um, that first year of law school, I hated it so much that I thought, what can I do that could be interesting? And I ended up working in the music business, which I loved. And I continued that career for five years um, and loved it because why? It was interesting. It was dynamic. It was fun. And um, it started in law school. Working for an attorney, a music business attorney. Sure. And that propelled a part of my career and actually had me find what I am good at, which is publicity and promotion. I ended up as director of publicity and promotion at, at five independent record labels throughout those years. Nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's impressive. Yes. Yeah, uh, and that's cool. great. One of those things just came out and. You know, you came out ahead on top of one of those things, but yeah, was it, was it tough, you know, grinding, get to the top there? And, you know, I mean, with all entrepreneurial spirits, I mean, it is a a long way to the top, you know, especially if you want to rock and roll, as they say, but it's worth the grind when you get up there though, right?
1: Yes, it is. And you know what, then there's another view, what they always say about you climb the top of one mountain and there's another view. Um, So, there's always another view. I don't know any successful person who will tell you, I'm done, I'm there. You know, Mm -hmm. even if you look at Oprah or Bill Gates or any of these, you know, whatever people that one would call successful, if you notice, they're always still doing new projects, unless they're ready to retire. I, you know, I think uh, it's good to be used up, so to speak, in the end.
0: Yeah. What is it? The uh, iceberg theory or whatever that, you know, a lot of people see, you know, people like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs and what they've done at the top. But, you know, with the iceberg, you don't see what they actually did below the water and how much you know late hours and long nights and you know what stressful situations they're putting themselves through to get to that certain top you know oh,
1: yeah i mean i have to tell you i was interviewing a woman today who um for 20 years has been a circus performer of all things you know she had a trapeze act and a trapeze act excuse me and sure. she she founded a circus she's performed all over the world literally and and there she was pounding a tent into the ground in a fairgrounds that they're about to open their new circus you know their newest performance in. and i'm thinking and she said oh yeah everybody in the everybody in the circus has to pound the tent and put it up and i'm thinking like you know think cirque du soleil kind of tent right yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like oh my gosh you know and she said people have no idea the kind of work the hours the the how hard this is you know 20 hours 20 years of doing a circus and we go to the circus and we laugh and we cry and we you know we go ooh and ah and, you know, it's just behind the scenes and what it really takes to make something look so easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the it's almost a false narrative that a lot of people see that, oh, they're doing it. So I, so can I. But they don't really see, you know, when it comes to the they get a wall or a barrier in front of them. They don't know how to overcome that wall or that challenge is when they stop and, and uh, well, you know, I'll just go find something else. And it's like one of those things and that they end up just finding whatever for a job they can get, then, you know, they kind of miserable for the next 30 years of their life. And I mean, I'm generally speaking, of course, I'm not trying to call anybody out or do anything like that, but you know, it's almost like I said about mental health. They just wonder why, you know, Oh man, well, maybe I should have took that chance. And, you know, and that's part of the, my theory or my principles, I guess, if you want to say that, that I've actually learned over these past few years that, you know, even if I take a chance and I fail at something that I'll learn from it and then I can move on and, hopefully do something bigger and better the next day, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, taking a chance and a few risks and fall on your face. I fall on my face many times sure. as an entrepreneur. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I've had moments where I wondered how I was going to pay my rent the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes all that is a part of talk about balancing acts, you know, you have to kind of go through it.
0: Yeah. I, and it's also a motivation I would think to, so to speak that, you know, for me, when something like that comes like, who am I going to pay rent? All right, well, I got to do something. I know I got to work. I know I got to get after it. And, you know, and that keeps me in that good work ethic, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know what other people think, but I've always thought that I'm very task oriented as far as I guess that's what my brain likes. So if I know I need to do point A to get to point B to point C, that my brain's going to work like that, even though it's going to suck. And that, and eventually, like I said, we'll come out ahead eventually. But I was like, oh, but that's, you know, I know I got to pay rent and I don't want to be living on the street. So I was like, all right, we got to do something. We got to sacrifice. We can't sit here and watch Netflix for five hours, even though we all want to. But, but also, in with <laughs> that, <laughs> but no, but also with that said, though, I firmly believe that if you challenge, I kind of stole this from a doctor that I heard speaking, that if you challenge yourself with little things every day, as far as you know, crosswords, wordles. I mean, try taking all new projects, learning something new. That it leads to longevity, and it keeps your mind active, and it keeps you going, and it keeps you wanting to do bigger and better things. It gives you a sense of purpose. Absolutely.
1: I, when I look at, you know, some of including my clients who are in their 70s and 80s, I had a woman on one of my publicity breakthrough boot camps the other day. She was 82. I'm like, you're 82? I mean, she's gorgeous. She's smart. She's articulate. And I think a lot of it is she has purpose and a business and she's excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It keeps people yeah excited about life, you know, and they're excited yeah. to do things. And then, and it's one of those things, again, going back, you know, when you start something new, nobody wants to look like a fool and everybody hates it. And or I hate it, you know, because everyone wants to be good at something immediately when they start. You know, it's they want the shortcuts, but it's just, the, you know, Malcolm Godwell, Godwell? he wrote 10, uh, the Outliers book. And he says, you got to put your 10,000 hours in to become a craftsman at it. And I don't know about 10,000 hours. I guess that makes sense. But the more, I firmly believe the more hours you put into something, you want to get back out of it. Yeah. So, would you say publicity boot camp? You run those? Is that what you were talking
1: about? I run publicity breakthrough boot camps where we uh, come together in short mini days, I like to call them, because I know everyone's busy. And on top of that, you get to get things done, like pitch the media. I have super cool media people there. I have hot seats, I have interactive, get it done, actually hands on. We do your bio and messaging and different things that people really need for the media to say yes.
0: And this is for entrepreneurs who are trying to get themselves out there?
1: Uh, yes. Yes, okay. it is. But, but you know, and, and they're at all different stages, should I say. All different stages.
0: So beginners to experts to...
1: Absolutely. I got all kinds. <laughs> That's
0: good. I mean, because it shows that even, you know, experts or, you know, elites in the field that are actually still wanting to learn and still wanting to gain some type of information from you. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things that when you stop learning is when you stop growing correct
1: Well, I think so honestly yeah. I think think that's a real problem when you know when uh, it's like it's like if you don't have anything to watch to look forward to right like I like I like keeping something on my schedule like whether it's a vacation or uh, even my my publicity breakthrough boot camp I get excited about this and I make sure that they're on the calendar so I can look forward to them and same with vacations and same with visiting friends or Mm -hmm. you know whatever
0: yeah. Yeah. It keeps you, uh, it keeps you motivated and then yes. it keeps you structured, it keeps you, you know, it gives you a sense of, you know, I guess balance like you were talking about earlier, because you know, like, oh, like when I'm looking at my schedule, it's like, okay, this week, I got this going on next week. Oh, I can just kind of, Level out a little bit. I'm on vacation. And, you know, even when you're on vacation, you got to learn to be on vacation, though. You know, with it's so easy to do work from anywhere now with your phones and tablets. Oh a
1: little too easy, don't you think? It's but very I, easy. I take pride in, uh, in my last vacation, which was, you know, three nights. <laughs> I uh, I finished a book, like a whole book. I love that. I mean, just like a a novel, not a business book, but a novel, <laughs> which I love. I love to read.
0: Nice, yeah, yeah. I've I've been learning to make myself read some more too. But yeah, it's just one of those things that you know I'm stuck with it because most of my work comes in through emails, I guess, like everybody else. But it's just so easy just to mindlessly. I mean, within a conversation, I pick up and start reading emails. I'm like, what am I? It finally hits me. It's like, what am I doing? Like when you're on vacation, just be on vacation, dude. I mean, you can wait. You know, everyone knows you're there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, how long did it take you to? How long does it generally take you to write your books?
1: Oh, I usually have a lot of help.
0: Okay. So
1: it it gets done faster. I believe in team. Sure. I think to be successful, you got to have team. So I have team for almost everything that helps support me. And, you know, you can have a very affordable team these days. Um, but usually to get a book out, it's about a year and a half to two and a half year process.
0: Mm, that, I mean... Now, if you
1: just crank it out and you get a ghostwriter, and you get some help, you can do it in three months.
0: mm. So it just kind of depends on what your goal is for it, I guess. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, and I, speaking of teams, though, I mean, I've, when I first started this podcast, you know, I've been doing it completely solo, but I'm getting to the point where, all right, maybe it's about time I start bringing in more people to help me do whatever little bits here, there, and there. It's, and I, I used to think that now I'm very independent. I don't need anybody else. But, you know, when I've worked in teams within my professional jobs, it's like, okay, you know, there is a sense of this, but and I think it's just like anything. Yeah. Like anything else, if you want to go far, what, is that, what do they say? Go by yourself. But if you want to go farther, get you a team or something like that.
1: Absolutely. You got to have a team. Yeah. You
0: just yeah. And especially when, you, you know, you can form a good team and put good people around you and then everyone's got the role. And like you were talking about the workplace culture, they're happy to be there and it's good creativity. And, you know, it's just good all around it's what you're not really working if you're actually just doing something you love correct
1: well and here's the thing in today's world you can just have independent contractors that's your team right and i have people all over the world who work with me and and that's exciting and um you know they're in all different parts of the united states and all around the world it's like so what you know it doesn't matter where people are right now we have team meetings on zoom we come together once a week and there we are you know
0: Yeah, that's the beauty of technology, right? That we, you know, like you and I are able to have this conversation tonight, or you can even, and that's what what the workplace has known, that most people can do their jobs through screens or whatever. They don't actually have to come to work. But, yeah, you can get a lot done that way, too, if you're motivated and got a good work ethic. I found out. Absolutely. So, uh, Jill, I I know we're getting short on time here, and I want to be respectful of that. So, um, if people want to find you, if they want to find the books, if they want to find anything you want to plug, feel free to uh, share it.
1: Absolutely. Well, one of the things I've prepared for you uh, listening is a wonderful free gift and that's an opportunity to come on and I've got a a wonderful action guide that's oriented toward all in publicity, um, easy to fill in and then wait for the one-two punch, so to speak, because I've doubled up the free gift and I've given you access to a free interactive live with me. Yes, yes. Publicity (laughs) Masterclass. And so how to get that is you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift and that'll take you right in it'll enable you to open it up and come on in and come to come to come learn more come ask me questions and uh it's an opportunity for you to do that publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift
0: cool well Jill thanks for doing this thanks for being here thank you okay everybody we're out of here good night <laughs>